Coming up on this episode, we begin with the expensive custom license plates and the difficulty of typing with one hand. Then we get into the week's tech news, including the new iPhone SE, collaborative crossword puzzles, and more. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 273, recorded April 27th, 2020, right at your fingertips. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys, one of whom has a working computer. It is Dan Miller. Also, Colby's here. What's up, folks? Calling an audible, moving, move, changing location. Coley, what do you, what do you, where are you calling in from as our correspondent here? As our correspondent, this is my living room. It's darker. I can make it brighter in a second. Uh, you know what? Can, I, can you can ahead. you do that by talking to something, Colby? What? Can you make the living room brighter by talking to something? Sure. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> see Turn out all the lights. Okay. Hey! Swanky. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, you you walking around your uh, your uh, house there, it, for some bizarre reason, it reminded me of, of just one of my favorite things, which is local news. I know you guys, you're millennials, you don't watch local news, but... Small town local news is fantastic because they have to brag every time they get some new gadget. So it was like when they got a drone, it was like introducing the Sky Drone 3000. And, you know, it's like it's sponsored and it's this whole thing. Well, one of my local stations just got their mobile. What is it? It's the first warning weather vehicle. Right. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, it's got to be like a like a Doppler radar on a trailer. It's got to be like, you know, a tricked out. No, it's just like a Ford Explorer that when it's raining, they drive around and broadcast from the Ford Explorer. And they're like, it's still raining out here. Looks like it's pretty wet. Amazing. And like they had a commercial for the car. They're like introduce the cutting edge of weather technology. The first warning weather response vehicle sponsored by Fryhoffers. Um, it was great. It was great. I love those kind of things. So that's we got to get something like that for our show. The we could we could call it the Panic Mobile. The pa- hey, there you go, Panic Wagon. The, pa- <laughs> the Panic Wagon. <laughs> well, as the only one of us with a car, I'm happy to take on that challenge. I did look. I mean, I told you on the show. I did look into getting Don't Panic custom license plates, and if it wasn't so expensive, I would have done it. How much does it cost to get a custom license plate? So I looked when I was in Texas. So I don't know what it is a mass, but in Texas it's like $150 a year every year you have the plates. That seems unreasonable. Like like there's a renewal fee every year. Like that you it's not just That's a one-time crazy. thing. It was outrageous. And by the way, I saw way less in Texas than I ever did up here in terms of custom plates. Probably Maybe why. it's really cheap here. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I should have looked when I came back up. The issue is Texas, I think, has more letters on their plates because Massachusetts is primarily six. And I think Texas is like seven. And I couldn't figure out a way to shrink Don't Panic down to six characters because it was going to be. What did I come up with? It was going to be like D-N-T-P-N-I-C. But then if you do. But it will. And that's what it was. (laughs) 
But then if you go like PNC to get to six, it's like dent panic. Like I, it, it wasn't going to fly. It wasn't going to yeah, fly. I gave great. up on that. Then I realized I needed a hobby. Uh, what's, uh, what's going on with you gentlemen? What's hot? What's crack a lacking? Well, my computer doesn't work. That's not true. I, so I, I have an old timey Apple cinema display that I've had for, I don't know, years, at least six years, maybe more than that. It works fine. Um, so I, as a person who's stuck working from home, I shelled out whatever, like 50 bucks for a, like Thunderbolt to a USB-C dongle and like when I connect the dongle, it worked for one day. For one day, it worked perfectly. And now when I connect the dongle, like every like five to like 10 minutes, it just like disconnects, <laughs> which you all, you, everyone, everyone, I suspect the, the entirety of the internet, it's been recorded for prosperity, posterity. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's been recorded, and like all the all the things that are plugged into the monitor disconnect from my computer, and like it switches all the audio stuff. So I don't know. I give up. I, I will say that the the pro and the con of, of USB C man. On one hand, man, I I talked I conned my company into buying me a two hundred and fifty dollar Thunderbolt dock for my new Mac they bought me. Holy nice. shit, is that thing awesome? You just pl- that one cord, and then it's like the whole thing lights up, and it's like, oh my god, Ethernet, monitors, keyboards, flag, all this external hardware. It's great. Yeah. But then, like, when I don't have that dock because it's at my desk, then it's super inconvenient. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do about it. Really, this the, my solution so far has been to not use my desk or my monitor, and I just like sit slouched on the couch while I work all day. Couch slouch. Yeah, yeah, which is not great for my wrists. <laughs> yeah, the ergonomics on that are <laughs> not like, ideal. Not great. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. Well, I for at least most of for. Most of two weeks, I couldn't use my left hand to. Well, I could use it to do simple things, but it was pretty useless to use for typing. Uh, so I was experimenting with, and typing with one hand is terrible because, like, you're basically just there's no optimization beyond pecking because uh, it's I use- oftentimes the case that the next letter in a word by design is far away from like where the the current letter is. I will say I worked with somebody once who only typed with one hand and she would do it in a way where she used all fi- all five fingers where she would it would be like pinky finger and like she somehow managed to span the entire keyboard with her hand and typed unbelievably fast that way. Is I she couldn't a believe pianist? It. That you know what that's a really good question. <laughs> I don't think so, but maybe you're right. Maybe that has something to do. I mean, because I, I asked her, I'm like, that's I've never sports. seen anyone type like that, and she goes, I, "That's just how I learned to do it. That's how I've done it my whole life." Is and I mean, could go. It was crazy. I mean, like looking, it. I could see how it's possible. Like my hand, like I can reach most of the keys with my like pinky, pinky and thumb. 
This is easy. Oh, well, yeah, because you got, yeah. <laughs> um, so I the only, the only really exciting tech thing once I did start to work again was I experimented with alternate input mechanisms. Uh, I will paste a YouTube video which pretty much sums up my attempts to use speech recognition to write code. That was a complete disaster. Uh, but speech recognition works pretty well for, you know, things that resemble human language. What was good for code was writing it with the Apple Pencil hey. on the iPad, copying it to the iPad keyboard, uh, and then pasting it using the, what, whatever, the air paste. There's some word for that. The iCloud clipboard. Pasting it in. It, some stuff would be fucked up, and then you use the arrow keys and like fix the little one-offs. Uh, but it was crazy. It was a, a completely different way to think about the world. Um, you were coding with your paintbrush. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You spend a lot more time writing because you're like, I don't want to have to copy this thing and paste it and like fix the. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, and you, you don't spend any time testing. Uh, but then as a result of that, you spend a lot more time thinking because like, oh, God, I really don't want to have to copy and paste this. So let me really think <laughs> about this <laughs> and make sure that it's right. <laughs> High stakes. I feel like you're but, one, I feel like you're one step away from that, that movie thing where you just take like a black shirt, a black expo marker and go on your window and just start like writing formulas on a window. Honestly. Yeah. This is like, you know, the VR thing would have been awesome for this. Uh, but we, we're not there yet. Anyways, watch this video when you get a chance. It's completely... It's very, very funny. Uh, it'll be in show notes, maybe. might be in show notes. Here, maybe. I'll paste it in. Thank you. Yes, if you put in the sheet, I'll, I'll hopefully remember. I don't remember anything we talk about on these shows, to be completely honest. <laughs> I literally... Because when I go back later, I re-record the little, like, coming up on tonight's episode, and I have to, like, re-watch, like... So, I have to scrub through the video to, like, remember what we talked about. So these shows have a big impact on me, is what I'm saying. Fair enough. Uh, are you still, Dan, are you still um, hindered while typing? I'm certainly hindered. I can do like this. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. finger down. Uh, yeah, for, for those not watching the video... Uh, Dan's hand. Uh, imagine, imagine your hand went through a wood chipper. That's sort of like what Dan's <laughs> hand looks like. No, it's not that bad. Uh, I like forgot if, though that you got you got a nice down the barrel shot there, and I, and I held yeah. it. Yeah, we're, we're going to blur that for the children. Here. Make sure no one needs to see that. <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. Uh, but yeah, no, no active bleeding since Sunday. Uh, That's good. Or since Saturday, rather, which is very exciting. Nice. This was a podcast-related accident, right? It, it sure was. If it weren't for you, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth it. Yep, I wouldn't have been making a cocktail. I wouldn't have been trying to get a little nice orange slice with my brand-new vegetable peeler. It's all your fault. You know, you just gave me a really good idea, Dan, and not because I want to watch you get injured more. Um, we should definitely do a thing where we like pre-select a cocktail and the three of us make the same cocktail cool. and see if we all make a good cocktail. 
<laughs> like, I don't know why I never thought of that. But I feel like, it, you know, if you ha- if you're given a cocktail recipe, which is basically what it means, like if you were to say, oh, make a Manhattan, like, yeah. there's the way that you make a Manhattan, it'll all kind of come out tasting the same. It should. It should. I feel like it could be more interesting, but I don't know. It's difficult to judge these things remotely. It might be more interesting to say, make a drink with X. Oh, I have a little creative challenge. Right. Oh, I like that. We could also, I, I feel like a more a more easily digitized thing would be a, a dish challenge. <laughs> like, everyone make macaroni and cheese and take a picture of it. Because you can tell a lot about food from the photo. I mean, Matt and I famously had the macaroon challenge. <laughs> on, on up for debate that Matt, <laughs> that Matt came in second with a did not finish. So <laughs> incomplete, incomplete. Uh, he, he, yeah, uh, which I'm I'm jazzed for another cook off. So you name the time and the place. I'll be there. OK, I, I, yeah, let me give this some, some thought. Maybe we should do something where we can send the results to 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 each other. Oh, see, my 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 big push for Matt was in version two of the macaroon challenge. Whatever we choose, you have to be able to make it start to finish in an hour, and we have to do it while on the call, <laughs> and actually like like ha- do the show while cooking, and see and see if you can complete it in the time allowed. And do it in real time. That was that was my pitch to him, and he wasn't he wasn't so hot on that, knowing how Matt cooks. So, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Not great. Did I tell you guys I made five lasagnas the other day? <laughs> wow! No. Yeah, I made four giant trays of lasagna to bring to all of my quarantine family members. But the thing is, I had never made lasagna before. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, you, what you, happened you to the fifth? Do a trial run before? No, <laughs> no, I did not. No. Uh, what I learned was, um, and Dan, you kind of got it right. Where if you make one, like you make the right amount of stuff for one, but when you make it in bulk, you have to like know, like, okay, all this ricotta, like one fifth of it should go in each. And so when I got to the last one, I was short on most things. <laughs> so that was the one I kept in eight. I was very generous to everybody else. Oh, that's good. That's very nice. I wish that I had some of your lasagna. You know what? It it, it honestly wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad, but it was way... It took me four hours to make all of them. It was way too much work. I don't recommend it. But what else are you going to do? Well, that was kind of my point, was it's like, oh, and I get to go and you know, wear my mask and gloves and deliver it to all my stuck-at-home family members. How fun. Have you guys Have you guys been out and about wearing masks at all? I feel like everyone slowly got on board with masks. Yeah, I mask up when I leave the house. I don't, like, go anywhere, though, exactly. I just walk around. I found that almost everything I need I can get delivered to my apartment. So Damn. Really? Except paper towels, but I haven't run out of paper towels yet. So you you haven't had any trouble getting the uh the uh the grocery deliveries or anything? Well I mean I've had trouble. Like it's not like I get them on the first try. 
But I found like staying up till midnight is pretty reliable. Okay. Yeah. Which is fine because I stay up till midnight regularly, anyways. Yeah. And then I got booze delivered for the first time, which was which was a good experience. Now was that through oh. some normal times app or was that a a uh, a coronavirus innovation in the Boston area? Mm. No, it's it was Drizzly, which oh, okay. existed before. Yeah. It's basically like I don't know. It's like Uber Eats or something. You just like pick a liquor store and like, or Instacart. Like you pick the store and you just like order from them. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been to a store. I don't even know what it's like out there. That's nice. I got to tell you, it's a bummer. I used to love running errands. Like that was one of my like favorite activities because it was just mindless and you just kind of go and do it. And um, I enjoyed it. And man, it is. It's sad. Everyone's in their masks and there's like glass between you and the cashier and like nobody wants to touch anything and all the aisles are one way, but then people ignore it and then people get mad at each other. And it's just, it's just a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all those post-apocalypse movies looked so fun. You know, this isn't exciting as as we were you know? as we were led to believe. No, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's just a bummer. Well, I don't know. We have to talk about something happy now. How about some tech news? That's that's at least neutral. Well, there might be some good news in here. Who knows? While you guys are perusing the uh, the stories in the rundown, I want to thank everybody who's watching us live right now at facebook.com slash don't panic show. Uh, we're live Monday nights at a little after 10 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you uh, check us out there. And if you are watching live, be sure to comment in the chat. We keep an eye on that throughout the show. We might mention your comment on the air. All right, guys. Story numero uno. Where are we going to begin? In a mediocre week for tech news. A mediocre two weeks. Uh, that's the bigger problem. Was I was yeah. like, even over two weeks, this is kind of what's what's hot. Yeah, not not much. What's cracking? Sorry, I'm just looking at the links. I that's I I was trying to buy you some time, but I talked too fast. So you, yeah, you really <laughs> rattled that I was, off. I was flying. Well, while you guys are <laughs> while you guys continue to peruse the stories, why don't I mention to folks uh, over at UpForDebate.tv? Uh, we've got a brand new episode up. Uh, we didn't do one last week. Uh, Matt wasn't feeling good, but with the week before, we did a live commentary track to 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, available <laughs> now on Netflix. The first ever live commentary track we've done. <laughs> I so I watched your I I I did the thing with your live commentary track Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a movie I have not thought about in many years but I have definitely seen several times as yep. a child <laughs> um it was pretty fun so a thing that tripped me up like I started I started doing it I like waited for your signal I started the show started your podcast i was listening and like something happened like something went off on my phone and like it stopped the podcast it was like so it got all out of sync or whatever but i i got back on track and then i was like like all of a sudden it was like you guys were ahead somehow and i was like this this hasn't happened like they just talked about this thing that happened I was like, what is going on? And I realized that I had the smart speed hey. thing on. I know. Yeah. 
I love that. That's uh, awesome. That was very, very tricky. Um, that is so, great. Yeah, you should you should have a disclaimer for that. <laughs> Turn off your smart speed. That's great. I didn't even think of that. That's fantastic. Yeah, we used a, a, it was an app called MetaStream, which was really awesome because it queued up. So Matt and I were watching it at the exact same time over Netflix, um, which is awesome. I've got a few ideas percolating in my head for how we can use that technology for other things. So that was a lot of fun. So glad you enjoyed it. Um, folks should definitely check that out. All right. All right. Let's do co-op crosswords. Co-op crosswords. I thought this was fun. Um, folks are out there looking for things to do in these times. Uh, the New Yorker has added a feature to its online puzzles. Um, it's co-op for crosswords. Uh, they call it co-solving. Uh, to start co-solving, you just need to open up one of the New Yorker's crosswords, click the partner mode text, log in or, or make an account. And once you're logged in and you click that text, you'll see a prompt with a button to copy a link to the crossword you can send to a friend. When your friend clicks on that link, uh, you'll both be able to work on the puzzle together, hence co-solving. Uh, you'll be able to tap or click around um, and, and solve it at the same time. As soon as you fill in an answer, it shows up immediately on the other person's screen. Do you, are you a crossworder, Sean? No. I'm re- honest, I'm a Sudoku guy. I really am. The, the issue with crosswords oh. is I they make me feel dumb. And I don't like that. Like, I'm more of like the word search kind of Sudoku guy where it's... I, I I don't I don't know enough to do crosswords, unfortunately. Interesting, Colby. Yeah. Are you a crossword person? I mean, I've dabbled in the in the crossword arts. <laughs> I feel like I may have I may have picked a crossword related thing on the show before. It's not something that I don't know. It's hard. It it really it's is really difficult. hard. Um, the tricky th- so the New York Times ones like they get harder as the week goes on. So like Monday, super achievable. You feel really good about yourself on Monday, <laughs> but like by the time Thursday goes or get rolls around, like I can't even do that. Like I can't even finish half the puzzle. Never mind the whole thing. And like the Sunday ones, oh my god, just wreck you. Yeah, I I've, I've tried crossroads multiple times. I have no enthusiasm for it. But I'm happy for the people who can now play with their friends. But I yeah. I do think co-op crossword is fun because what do you do when you're doing a crossword? Is you go to the person next to you, hey, um, and I actually just happened to pull up a New Yorker crossword puzzle here, but it's uh, you know, uh, it, it's three letters uh, out for the day, comma say. Comma say. It's not out. Well, oh, it is out. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Is it really out? It can't be out. That'd be crazy. well. They didn't stop me. Let me see if I type. Do in they the... use? Oh the... no, is they it... let me. They let you type in the wrong things. So that's I was probably say, not right. Is it, is it uh, kosher to use the clue in, to use the answer in the clue? That's that would seem to me to be. Yeah, it's not out. I checked. Yeah. Or how about this? Um, it is seven letters across. Party favor. Like I said, I'm so bad at these. I know. Oh, it's gift bag. All right. God, see. But Colby's That's also great. really good at, uh, and this this is the nothing really frustrates me about Colby more than the fact of how good he is at Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I absolutely <laughs> hate it. I didn't know this. Oh my god, it's annoying. Don't ever play Scrabble with him. It's not fun. <laughs> I don't even know why. Like, I don't know how that happened. I didn't play a lot of Scrabble. In, I don't think I've played a lot of Scrabble. Uh, eight letter, uh, seven letters across for party favor was swag bag. Swag bag. I mean, I was on the right track. Hmm. Yeah, this isn't going in our direction. Uh, yeah. So there you go. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll do uh, a co-op crossword sometime. Now, can you do more? Is it two people only, or is it like as many people as you want? Um. This article doesn't specifically answer that question. It does say that the New Yorker does limit your free articles a month, so you're probably going to want to be a paid subscriber at some point. But it doesn't say uh, it doesn't say that it's explicitly to. But it is called partner mode. Mm. So, oh, here we go. Here's the full press release, and it is unsurprisingly like the New Yorker, very wordy. Yeah, they make it really sound like it's just one person, one other person. Oh. I guess that's You want like okay. eight-player co-op? We can yeah. stream it on Twitch. Twitch plays <laughs> crossword. I, that's, you know, that's not the worst idea. <laughs> I want to I see him, you know where they have the goldfish playing the games? I want to see him do that with a crossword. <laughs> I forgot about the goldfish. <laughs> that was big, that was huge for five minutes. <laughs> I don't know what that one is. You don't remember, what, they, Twitch they, plays they Pokemon. A, they hooked up with like a visual computer computer viz model to a goldfish bowl and a camera, and whenever the goldfish moved, it indicated what it should press the buttons on the Game Boy so that it could play Pokemon. <laughs> and the, yeah, the goldfish played Pokemon like for like twenty consecutive hours or something like that, and everyone got really excited. I remember Twitch plays Pokemon right. when it yeah. was like everyone typing in the chat. Yep. I don't, I don't never heard about the goldfish. Yep. Similar idea. <laughs> Great use of everybody's time. All right. Uh, let's see what else in the rundown is worth talking about. The rundown. There, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something. There's gotta be something. We can talk about messenger rooms, and and we can keep talking about Zoom probably as a result of that. Yeah, you bet. Uh, Zoom has a successful product, therefore uh, Facebook is going to take the idea and run with it. Uh, by the way, I've been watching. This is slightly off topic, but I'll circle back. Uh, I've been watching on ESPN uh, the Last Dance. Have you heard about this? No, it's been big on the internet. Uh, the content doesn't really matter. It's a documentary about the Bulls winning championships in the 90s, but it's very good. Uh, but there, it's limited commercial interruption with select sponsors, and one of the sponsors is Facebook. But what the, the what it says in the, in the voiceover guy, he goes, presented by State Farm, Reese's, and the Facebook company. <laughs> and I'm like, What? what? The Facebook company. The Facebook company. Did I, they? I thought they dropped the. the. That was a major point in the in the in the Justin Timberlake. Movie. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that insane? The the you know with that with their new logo, the Facebook company. 
I mean, I was half ex- so weird. I was half expecting the Facebook family of products. Facebook Inc. is the name of the company. Facebook yep. Incorporated. Yep. And it doesn't say like the Facebook company on the screen. It just says Facebook. But the voiceover guy explicitly every time says the Facebook company. That's so weird. Yep. Um, and then they put on those commercials for Portal and you're like, nobody's going to buy this. Um, but hey, maybe they will, because they'll want to do f- messenger rooms, Dan, as you mentioned. Um, a tool for sharing virtual hangouts with up to 50 people, and allowing friends to drop in whenever you like. Um, it will be part of Messenger, unsurprisingly. Um, the uh, It will be available uh, in the next few weeks. Up to 50 people can join a call. The room's creator can decide whether it's open to all or to lock it to prevent uninvited guests from joining. You'll be able to start a room for Messenger and Facebook to start. Uh, and later rooms will come to Instagram Direct, WhatsApp, and Portal. Um, when you're in the room, you can play with augmented reality filters or swap out your background. Um, room calls are not end-to-end encrypted, but Facebook says it doesn't view or listen to calls. So take that for what you will. <laughs> Um, They also announced a couple other um, sort of uh, collaborative video features. Facebook Live will add back a feature called Live With that enables users to invite another person to their stream. Um, Instagram will allow, uh, begin allowing users to post live streams to IGTV as well as to Instagram stories after they finish. Um, Users with Facebook's portal display will get the ability to go live to pages and groups. Um, and there was one more. What was the one other announcement? Um, oh, and adding video calls to Facebook dating. Wow. Which on. I'm kind of surprised I wasn't there already, but okay. <laughs> well, because I think the idea is you meet up in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, I and guess. No but you wouldn't even do like an, table. like an introductory call? I don't know. I, I am the world's worst person to talk about dating. So, um... Yeah, I, that's not how any of the other ones work. And I think that, like you were saying, that was all... Facebook dating seems like Facebook also just taking someone else's successful idea. Not that it's particularly novel and copying it. Yeah. It's a good business model. It's worked for them before. <laughs> I, I will say, like, I don't know, maybe this is already in the pipe, uh, but they're remarkably fast at copying things. Having having worked at startups, like, they can copy something really quickly. Well, how many uh, how many employees do they have these days? That's a good question. Uh, over over fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. You know, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, they can copy with the best of them. They just they they, they just get ten thousand of them to hit Control C, and then the other ten thousand hit Control V. Right, that's, that's how it works. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, how have you guys been? Have you guys been doing any group video chatting outside of, of course, this program? Yeah, mostly on Zoom, because that's what. Well, I saw an article. They have over 300 million users right now. Oh, right now. How many did they have before? I did not see. Like, all of a sudden, Zoom was the, like, my dad knows what Zoom is and how to use it, which is even more startling. Yep. 
I, I, I just keep going back to the point that I cannot ima- I cannot figure out how they're making money with this sudden in massive influx of free users. That's the Silicon Valley dream. I guess. I mean, but I don't know. I guess you just try and convert them to paid users. Yeah, right. Zoom's like free. So their free tier like limits the length of your call. Right. 40 minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe people for it and maybe they do i mean i think this uh i think messenger rooms is certainly going to be a compelling alternative mainly because it already has your social graph already built in the only thing facebook has going for it ever unfortunately that's what i was uh doing a training on linkedin for some sales reps and i basically said linkedin sucks i don't like it you don't like it nobody likes it but when was the last time you had the white pages Exactly. They don't make that anymore. When you're looking for somebody, you go to LinkedIn. That's a good point. You know, the, yep. it is it is your online face. It is your online. They, they don't go to your Twitter. They don't go to your Facebook. If someone's looking for you in a somewhat professional sense, they go to LinkedIn. That's why you should have a really good LinkedIn profile. Do you post on your LinkedIn profile? No. Because it's stupid and I hate it, but but my profile is <laughs> but my profile is built out, and that's what I told the guys. I said, "Look, I don't care if you're out there posting and liking and commenting, as long as your profile is built out, mm. then the rest is gravy." Someone suggested to me once that we should publicize this this program on LinkedIn. Oh, I don't even Who think I that? mentioned it on my profile. <laughs> just, just a random person. <laughs> I do have, I do have our, our. Wait, 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 I missed some big news. You're no longer at OG Roofing Products. You're now at Fasten Master. Yeah, that's the new job I got earlier this year. It's the same yeah, parent yeah, company. It's the other division. Yeah. Where, um, what, where rock have you been under? An OMG company. Did, did you also, uh, <laughs> did you also vegetable peel off part of your, your memory there? The, the Fasten it's Master. The, the OMG Roofing Company. Yes. <laughs> The OMG family of companies. Yeah, no, I am I am a fasten master. Now I'm noticing here, Sean, your last two jobs, they don't have any descriptions for what you did. You know, it's actually really interesting. So I used to work with a guy who's um this is an interesting story, um, whose whole career was competitive intelligence. Used to work in the uh, worked in the military for a while, then in private industry. The stories he would tell me about the hardcore competitive intelligence, even flying to an airport somewhere just to follow and sit behind a competitor eating lunch just to try and listen in to what they're saying. I mean, really, like, really over-the-top spy stuff. And he did some of it. But basically, he kept reminding me and everyone else there that, you know, the less you say, the better, especially about your current job. It's one thing to it's one thing to talk about past jobs because they're in the past, but your current job, you know, people people can take that information and use it against you. And you'd wow. be surprised what what stupid people put in the they say, Oh, I was responsible for my business you a three hundred and fifty million dollar business unit. And it's like, great, now we all know how big your company is, you know? Mm-hmm. My cat mm-hmm. dumped all my index cards all over the floor. Shit. <laughs> yes. What's the cat's name again? Uh, Charlie. Ch- Charlie, but that's Sir Char- Charles to you. 
what do you what do you call him what do you call him when you're mad at him like what's his middle name i I, I never get mad at him (laughs) no actually i really only call him charlie when i'm mad at him usually it's uh it's or i call him char no i call him charlie when i'm mad at him but usually it's what's up guy (laughs) sir sir charles the royalty he knocked over all my index cards i mean these were not in any particular order my notes on my notes on Rocky. We're going to be talking about the Rocky series on an upcoming up for debate, Rocky. which I I've never oh, seen. Man. I've never seen them before. I finally watched Rocky. What I've an, only seen the first one. What an accomplishment! It was fun. Then, are the Rambo movies in the same cinematic universe? No, <laughs> they're not. But they should be. I will say, First Blood. I've seen that movie a million times. I love First Blood. That's a great movie. It's good stuff. Good stuff. What's my war? <laughs> Man, now I'm catching up on all my LinkedIn messages. <laughs> People like emailing you about jobs and like, you know, all this. Oh, I probably should have read this earlier. Maybe I'll go endorse Colby for something. <laughs> well, go go look at my, go look at my profile. We had a, a, a competition in, in my old company to, to what was the dumbest thing you could endorse somebody for. So I have three endorsements for potatoes on mine. <laughs> That was definitely up there. It's pretty useful. Bills and endorsements. I like. There was a time, right, when the endor- the endorsements just showed up on your profile. Like there was yes. no. It was it was <laughs> much more flexible. Them. And like I said, you could you couldn't type in anything, but they had like a list of like a zillion pre written things. One of them being potatoes. And so we tried to find the dumbest ones in the list. And they, they you could just endorse anyone for anything, and they couldn't do anything about it. Fix that quick. How do I how do I how do I endorse you for a random ass thing? That's they 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 took it away. So what I have to do is I have to set up. So you should be able to endorse me for potatoes because it's already. I have to set it up initially, and then you can endorse me for the things I've already put on there. Got it. Now, Sean, I'm looking at your profile right now, and there is. This is not a part of your profile, but like right, like smack dab in the middle of it. It's a big box with like, it looks like the people you may know box kind of, right? But it's with, with people, I assume people that I am connected with. It looks like people that I'm connected with. It says, who would you go to for questions about Facebook? That's what it It says says for me too. Yeah. Help us identify relevant opportunities and content for your connections. Yep. That's so creepy. Well, I already have 13 endorsements for Facebook, so don't hesitate to pick me. <laughs> I just endorse you for potatoes. Thank you. Oh, you, you, you are one of the options. But it's using your profile to harvest recommendations it's, for other people. It's bonkers. LinkedIn is absolutely bonkers. Do they have no shame? No. It's nothing sacred? It's part of the Microsoft empire. Oh my god, it is. Yeah, remember that? That was a thing. Oh look. Microsoft owns a lot of see, stuff. See, I love now. this. Who would you mind so Colby, I go to your page. It says, who would you go to for questions about PHP? I don't know what that <laughs> is, but I'm gonna select Colby. <laughs> sure, why not? Amazing. Was Dan an option? Because he's Dan was not an option, which was really surprising. 
I know far too much about PHP. I wish I could know less. <laughs> <laughs> Some things you just can't take back. No. Look, you can see all of our mutual connections. What a treat. This is great. This is riveting content for the listeners. What is Dan's top skill? Here you go. You ready for this? <laughs> is it? They give me four options. What is Dan's top skill? Power is this like a quiz? PowerShell. Windows Server. Microsoft SQL Server. Or Windows. I'm going to give him Windows. What? I chose Windows. Oh, look, it says, thank you. Your selection will help us identify relevant opportunities for Dan. There you go, Dan. I hope this you get some relevant opportunities. They gave you? Yeah. Windows is tied for my least endorsed skill. Well, I think that's why they I suggested PowerShell. No one's ever endorsed me for PowerShell. I'll <laughs> there, I just endorsed you. Now it says, how good is Dan at PowerShell? Good, very good, or highly skilled? I'm going to say very good. How do I know about Dan's <laughs> PowerShell skills? <laughs> Um, I heard about Dan's skills from another. It was Dan. <laughs> this is great. Oh, look, I can, I'm going to endorse you for Splunk. I don't know what that is, but that's pretty cool. I'm going to say you're good at that. I'm going to just wreck your recommendations. Do it. Wonderful. Now, now, I don't know if you're going to understand this, Sean, but uh, I know Colby will. Colby. Yes. Guess, guess, just guess. I mean, did you see my tweet today? Maybe you both saw my tweet today. Speaking of Windows, guess I, how? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I did see it, and it was just utterly confusing. <laughs> Should I read your tweet? No, 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 don't read it, Colby. Guess how? Okay. If you wanted to write a script in Windows that at some point stops for a number of seconds, and in, in Linux we call this sleep. Guess how you do that in Windows. Hmm. Turn off your. <laughs> I mean that. I guess would work. You ping one two seven dot zero dot zero dot one. You ping your own computer n number of times, and you make a rough calculation of for how many times it will take, how long it will take to ping each time, like which is pretty much a constant number because it's just going to yourself. And then you use that math and you you extrapolate out how many seconds would you have to wait. <laughs> it just sits there pinging itself. And that's the accepted solution for how you stop doing work in Windows. Like, there's not even a, a like a, a helper thing that does that for you. Not that I could that, find. That's really weird. I'll send you my tweet. You can you can I, I cited my source. <laughs> that that is strange. It's sort of charming in a way. It's it's, it's an elegant hack. <laughs> like deeply. The more I think about it, it's like kind of ingenious. Like it's almost like one of those interview questions they would ask you that it, that are complete BS. <laughs> like, how would you stop doing work on a computer if there was no sleep function? It's like, oh god, wow. Uh, <laughs> every other solution is worse. Like this one doesn't take any CPU. I think it's guaranteed to always complete in the same amount of time, no matter like what computer it runs on. Mostly ish. I don't know. It's crazy. Anyways, well, I could use fact. some. I could use some help sleeping. So I'll try this tonight when I go to bed. <laughs> just yeah, just type ping dash n, and then the next thing is a number, and that's how long you want to sleep for. And 
press enter and then see what happens. Because that usually is that usually is what happens when I try and go to bed is my brain just keeps pinging. It just keeps <laughs> pinging. That's the problem. Um, let's see. We've got time for for one more quick story. If there's one in here you want to talk about. Let's talk about new iPhone. New iPhone. This ain't your granddad's iPhone. Uh, This is the iPhone SE. Um, It is a lower cost iPhone starting at the crisp price of $399. Uh, Same basic shape and look as the iPhone 8. uh, And actually, they've torn it apart. It basically is an iPhone 8. Um, 4.7 inch screen uh, with the bezels at the top and bottom. Home button with Touch ID. Um, However, uh, it does have a beefier processor, the Apple's A13 Bionic chip, which is the same one available in iPhone 11 and 11 Pro models currently. Um, It also has a a better camera as well, a single 12 megapixel on the back. Um, It says it's using A13 Bionic's chip to improve the smart HDR photography. It's actually semi-exclusive to the iPhone SE, uh, this technology you don't needed on the fancier phones with the fancier cameras, but supposedly it actually works pretty well. It uses monocular depth sensing, which sounds made up, but apparently it's machine learning that detects depths and faces. Uh, it'll only work on people, not pets, but um, it will uh, it will supposedly improve your photos quite a bit. Uh, otherwise, basically, it's, a, it's an iPhone 8. I didn't know that about the machine learning thing. It's unique to that the iPhone SE, that's cool. Um, did you see, have you heard that? I think, I don't know how widespread this is, but I've seen some reports among my, my friends who are not so into technology. They're like, they've seen these like teardowns of the iPhone SE and they're like, oh, look, it's just the same as the iPhone 8. Don't waste your money on this. Uh, when, like, I don't know, compared to a used iPhone 8, I imagine this isn't that much more expensive and it has a new battery and, and is slightly better because this is $400, which is half the price, if I recall correctly, of an iPhone 8 new, like out of the box. Is that true? Uh, you mean at, you mean currently or at first launch? What an iPhone 8 would be at launch? I guess currently. Like, what what is the? Well, let's look at the current uh, iPhone lineup. Uh, they don't they don't sell the 8 anymore. Oh, I don't. New. Did that recently get bumped out? That is a good question. I don't know. I don't know when they stopped doing it. Yeah, I see on Amazon it's three hundred dollars or so. I mean, I loved my iPhone eight. I thought that was a great phone. I never had any complaints about it. Uh, it is interesting to see, you know, there was always this rumor going around of Apple's going to go back to Touch ID at some point. Touch ID is it going to be in display. Is it going to be what? And Touch ID not going away. I mean, they just put out a new phone with Touch ID. Yeah, it looks like they continued selling the iPhone 8 until two weeks ago. Oh, and this just replaced it. Mm-hmm. Which is easy to do because they just pumped a new processor in there and that was basically it. Yeah, I saw they also got rid of 3D Touch. Or went out. Yep. Yeah, I I share everyone's not everyone. I sh- those who mourn the the loss of the small phone. I mourn it too. If I could get, if I could have a no compromise. Uh, internal specs. The camera. Like I feel like if the compromise was like, hey, you can have a top of the line processor, four gigabytes of RAM, like all that stuff, all the machine learning stuff. 
and a smaller form factor, but you sacrifice the camera, I would I would consider it. Uh, because I think the smaller phone is better. I am heartened by, like, I did some research a couple of months ago. I was, I was talking about this with an Android fanboy. I was like, yeah, like, they don't make small phones anymore. I was like, I mean, they don't make small iPhones anymore. I'm like, no, they don't make, I've never heard of a small phone. And he's like, oh, there, there must be. And I, I looked, and you cannot even, like, iPhone 8 size is, like, almost impossible to find on Android. Never mind something the size of the old iPhone SE. Uh, so, yeah, I wish that someone would make an actually good small phone. But isn't but isn't that the promise of the foldable phone? But, <laughs> you know, the this, this small phone no, that could become no, no, a big no, no, phone? No, no, no. Uh, but I, Come like, on. a foldable <laughs> phone is by definition thicker. Yeah, but I want the, to just I'm talking the future. The few, you know, they have all these prototypes, whether you flip it open or you slot, you know, it's like it's a this big screen and you pull it, it becomes a that big screen. I mean, does it does that scratch your itch or you just really want a small phone? I haven't had one of those in a while, so I don't know. I feel like, honestly, as much as I make fun of the foldable phones, if if I could sacrifice, like, you know, I have the battery case on this. Uh, which actually works great. I don't know if I've talked about that. Oh, is that the uh, official Apple one, or is that a different the official, one? The official Apple one. Uh, I haven't charged it in two days, and it's at 76% battery Damn. life, which is, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, I've been on <laughs> Wi-Fi the whole time, of course. Uh, anyways, if, if like the whole thing, if the phone could be like this size, that would be appealing. Like I would take thickness, because the, the problem is really the height and not so much the thickness with, like, pants pockets and this is for guys like never mind like women's pants pockets i mean i i I think we're all on the same page here dan you've just got to get some cargo shorts (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe those will come back in style after everyone's been quarantined they all take out the old cargo shorts and start wearing them again perfect for phones for your giant (laughs) ass phone for your 6.8 inch screen phone very practical you know, so Dan has Dan has cargo shorts and out of the pocket he pulls an iPad out. It's like, well, you can't be too prepared. Yeah, so there you go. A new addition to the iPhone lineup. Who knows when we'll hear the next new iPhone, so might be a while. Enjoy this while it lasts. Um very very cool. Uh let's go ahead and move on to picks. Uh, which is part of the part of the show where we share something interesting. We've got Cat Jesus. Oh my God, he is. Have you secured your power button on that computer from this cat? No, it's still a high risk proposition. You know, it's a little bit of a gamble. I did. You know what I did? Honestly, I have to put away. I had to take my dice off the desk because he kept like <laughs> taking them in his mouth and running away with them. And I'm like, they're just small enough for him to potentially choke on. So I'm like, no, those those are being put away. They were getting some dust on them anyway. Um, but anyhow, uh, Pix Party Show, we're doing something we want to share. Uh, we'll go ahead and see what everybody is up to. And we're going to start. I see the word Nintendo. Tell me yeah. more, Dan. So in my uh, convalescence, I've been playing a lot more video games and a lot different kinds of video games because I can only play video games. You can either play one handed, which props to the Pokemon game. There's a one-handed controller setting that only uses one half of the controller, which is great. Uh, but then I beat I beat the crap out of that game because I had nothing better to do. 
And so then I was like, oh, well, any game that is turn-based, it doesn't matter how long it takes me to peck around on the controller, I can do it. So I returned to a game I had started but kind of got bored with called Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's a strategy game, turn-based. You, like, you move your pieces and the other team moves their pieces. That's one half of the game. The other half of the game is like very Japanese anime, like, oh, you run around, you're a professor at the school, and you have tea with your students, which is a little weird, and you you go to choir practice, and you garden, and you go fishing, and, like, all that, and I, that, that was what bored me when I was initially playing it, but then, since I have nothing better to do, I realized, like, oh, like, all of these little activities, you get, like, extra points, and you become a better professor. When you become a better professor, you teach your students better. When you teach your students better, then you become better soldiers on the battlefield, and then you can win the battles better. And I was, like, totally hooked. I was, like, okay. I, I go in every month, in-game month, I buy 50 bait, all the bait you can buy from the guy who sells the bait, and I go fishing. And I fish 50 times. And because that each one of those gives you a little bit more professor points. Um, anyways... If that sounds at all appealing to you, if you like stats and like growing your stats and you like strategy games or like like XCOM where you have to place your pieces very precisely and there's a lot of uh, fun scenarios, check out Fire Emblem Three Houses. If that does not sound exciting to you, skip it because it's like a lot of work. Now, I didn't play Fire Emblem Two Houses. Am I going to be able to follow the story? In yeah, Fire Emblem Three I Houses. Any of the other Fire Emblem games either. Okay. So as far as I know, they're they're not connected in any way, but maybe they are. All right. Yeah. Just just want to be sure. Uh, Fire Emblem on, Three uh, Houses. Nintendo Switch. Yes, available for digitally and physically for the Nintendo Switch. Do you guys buy physical games for your Switch? Maybe that's a dumb question. No, I only bought one. I bought the game, the uh, the Zelda game like concurrently when I bought the switch and that sure. happened to be physical and I haven't bought a single other physical game. I don't remember the last physical PS4 game I owned either. Yeah. I think I just have the one that came with the PS4. It was like when I got the PS4, it came with a game. That was a disc. It was, it was, uh, Assassin's Creed Pirates of the Caribbean or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I have that one too, because I, I definitely have that game. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Cool. Very nice. All right. Coblerone. What do we what do we got here? Uh, have you guys seen this Grammarly thing yet? I've seen lots of commercials. Re- commercials? They do, they have TV commercials. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> this definitely means someone nefarious is 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 harvesting my data. Then it's, it's a it's a real it's company. A, yeah, that's that's not what you want. In any case, Grammarly is like it's like a browser plugin that like spell checks your your things like everything, but it's like good spell check that actually works, and it gives you like writing advice if you wanted to do that um but they like they just made an update recently like so that where like where it works which is many text box many text boxes in your browser it like autocorrects and the autocorrect actually works like but it's not like it's not like your phone like predictive text it's like you type something in and then it goes it like 
rolls in behind you and like will correct your spelling errors. It's kind of cool. When it works, it's nice. I've never, well, it usually doesn't do the wrong thing, which I appreciate. Usually. Cool. But now I now I'm I'm very uncomfortable that they have TV commercials. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, makes me not want to use it. Yeah, well, and I know uh, we didn't talk about it on the show, but Microsoft is introducing a new feature. I think it's called Microsoft Editor or something like that. That essentially rips this off inside of of Word and Office 365. Um, mm. One of the features I because I have been wanting to try it. I saw the TV commercials, uh, and <laughs> one of the. Okay. They worked, uh, but one of the things I'm really interested in is they have, they have a tone detector. I am famous for writing emails I think come off one way and do not come off that way. Um, usually it's like, Sean, that was that was really harsh, and I'm like, mm, I didn't think it was. Uh, so I wonder if this could help me detect the tone of, of my emails before I send them. It certainly purports to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Famous last words. Hey, this is cool. Grammarly.com. Give it a shot. Play around with it. What's the worst that could happen? You sound smarter? Uh, very cool. All right. I'll take us home here. Uh, I've professed on the show many times my love for the Wise Company. Um, I bragged about their $20 security cameras. Um, I know their uh, smart plugs were just named the wire cutter pick for smart plugs. They overtook the Wemo, um, which was really interesting. Uh, but they rolled out a new product, a smart scale for like your body weight. And I've always wanted a smart scale, but I was not paying whatever the 99 bucks or whatever Y things was charging you. And they came out with a $20 smart scale. That's crazy. That, Whoa. Like Colby said, that's suspicious. <laughs> that's, right. What's that, the catch? What's the catch? Um, and the catch is it's a solid product, but not an amazing product. I got one. Um, they had a, an early backers round, and I picked one up. They're currently out of stock because um, they sold out of that first round. But basically... I mean, it's a smart scale. It, it measures your weight. Um, it measures, they say it measures 12 different metrics because it does this insane technology that I've Googled and the majority of experts don't think works that well uh, called uh, bioelectric impedance analysis, where basically they put an electric current through your body, a very mild one. You don't even feel it. Um, and it gives you a bunch of like insane sats, like how much sodium is in your body and how much do your bones weigh, which is really bonkers when you think about it that way. Um, but it collects all that. And so I've got it in my bathroom. I stand on it every day. The only real downside is it's Bluetooth, not Wi-Fi. And mm. by that, I mean, it, it'll sync and store your weight every day, but until you actually manually open the app, it won't sync your data, which is kind of annoying, but it syncs it with Apple health. Um, and they give you it like, for I shouldn't reveal this information about me, but it says here, I have 8.1 pounds of bone mass and my body is 53.4% water. Like, how do they know that? Science, man. Eight pounds doesn't seem like a lot for, but, uh, for like all the bones in your body. But then it seems like you should have more. But bones aren't that. But then my muscle mass, ladies, uh, 123 pounds. I mean, I'm packing on the muscle, man. <laughs> I won't tell you my body fat percentage uh, <laughs> or my BMI, which is not great. Um, but what's crazy, they give you the little charts and you can see how you're doing over time. I don't know. It's more of a 
do you need it? No, but for 20 bucks, I say you get your money's worth out of it. You know, it works. It tells you your weight. It records it, puts it in Apple Health. You open the app once in a while, but that's not too bad. So uh, when it becomes available, I uh, I recommend it. Oh, and the other cool thing it does, it, I don't use it, but um, you can register multiple people on your scale. Um, and then because you probably weigh quite a different amount than the other people in your home, it'll know like, oh, Dan stepped on it because he's didn't gain 50 pounds this past day. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, ways or wise wise.com wyze.com and check out the wise scale when it becomes uh, back in stock superb gentlemen anything else uh any 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 parting thoughts no i mean i'm pumped about this scale it's like for 20 bucks that was my thing where it was like even if it sucks just to like the gimmick of i tw- $20 is, and I give these guys credit. They've really figured out the price point. Because it was like $10, bucks. i am like, that's suspicious. And at like $35, $40, I'm like, eh, maybe not. But like $20 bucks is <laughs> just the right amount to like, I'll put in 20 on that. <laughs> Got him. Yep. So, I no, the, the wise stuff, I've been very happy with them over the years. So, uh, I, I got some trust in them. Um, super. Well, that's wonderful. Well, thanks, everybody out there for joining us. What, what, a, what a wonderful time we've had here this evening. Of course, you can go to our website, don'tpanic.io, and get all the past episodes, the audio, the video. Uh, the links to the pics will be there as well, in case you didn't remember them already. You're going to say, was it was it, was it uh, a burning insignia uh, for homes? No, it's Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's going to be right there on the website for you. <laughs> uh, you can also subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts with the viewer version on YouTube as well. And, of course, you can get in touch with us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter and emails, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com is all of the info I gotta get us like a physical P.O. box at some point and people can send us crap uh okay if you wanna do that I'm not I'm not gonna my address <laughs> I know that we gotta do you Could know be fun. and by the way and this is an embarrassing embarrassing thing I because I haven't figured out how to do it I still have not cancelled and continue to pay for the phone line we don't use anymore how long has it been since the phone line was active <laughs> and I still pay for it because I cannot for the life of me figure out through Skype how to cancel it. And they bill me every three months. So I like just forget. Right. You, you need to, yeah, you need to give them a little credit card charge back there. Well, but you know what? And I joke about it, but what's really great about the phone number is the like one of the four times each year, Matt's computer just gives up and he calls in by phone like he did on the turtles Ninja turtles episode. I'm glad I have the phone number cause he can call it. <laughs> on it. So I'm, I'll probably keep it for just that, but amazing. yeah. So if, if people want to call and leave us a voicemail, uh, was, I think it's five Oh eight, six, four, four tech is the number. If I'm remembering that correctly, it's on the I, website. I still get those voicemails. I mean, it's, it's still active. So <laughs> leave us a voicemail. Yeah. We'll play it on the show. Well, that's going to do it for us here. We're going to be back next Monday with more tech news and fun times. So on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time for another Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production. Executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.